0: The last minute, he uh, just asked me if I'd come and speak just a, a few minutes on missions, and I'm not going to stomp all over your sermon tonight. I hope, and uh, just going to tell you what the Lord has put on my heart concerning missions. I'm a, a great supporter and believer in missions. Uh, everywhere I've ever been, every church I've been in, missions is one of our number one driving goals. Uh, I do want to read some scripture, and then I want to just speak to you for just a few minutes. But in Romans chapter 10, uh, verses 11 through 15. Romans chapter 10, verses 11 through 15. I'm not planning on preaching a message, so don't anybody get worried. I'm just going to speak here for a few minutes. Romans 10, I Start with verse 11, the Bible says, For the, the Scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Father, thank you for the reading of your word, Lord. Help us for just a few minutes, Lord, just to talk about missions. And Lord, help us and we'll give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. you can be seated. Um, This may come to a shock to you, but there are actually people that belong to churches that uh, call themselves Christians that do not like missions. Now, I know that's none of you guys here. I know that. But I've been in some places where people have flat out told me, I don't like missions. I don't like missionaries and when you announce them and I was real careful sometimes at one church I was at to ever announce one was coming because if you announced it then there would be half the church would not be there and that always puzzled me and bothered me of why someone would not have a heart for missions because as I read through God's word I find that the word of God has a heart for missions but God himself has a heart for missions in fact everything in the Bible points us toward missions I preached this morning on the purpose and the mission of the church, and one of the things we, we discuss there, our mission is to share the gospel with the lost and dying world. And so uh, why someone would not appreciate a missionary, I have no idea. Uh, but this text gives us the reason God places the emphasis on missions. There it says, for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. And here it is, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you see that? Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want you to know tonight that the Lord saves those that call upon him. But why would they call upon him if they don't know who he is? If they've never heard about him. How would why would they ever do that? And so before someone can call upon the name of the Lord to be saved, they must first believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. They must believe in him. And to believe in him, they must hear about him. Verse 14 explains Romans ten fourteen. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? That makes perfect sense to me, doesn't it, you? If you've not heard of something, how would you believe? And why would you believe? I told this this morning but a while back, my wife was at her father's house and I was at our house. And she called me. She said, you better go get your car and put it under the carport because there's a hail storm coming. Oh, I hadn't heard anything about it. I didn't have the news on or anything like that. And so I heard that and I immediately took action. I went and got my car, pulled it under the carport. No sooner than I got it under there... Here it came and came down. If I had not heard that news and responded to that news, well, my car would have had dents all in it. And so if someone is going to be saved, they must hear about Jesus. And to hear about him, then they can respond to him. And so that leads us to that last part in Romans 10, 14. How shall they hear without a preacher? And look, preachers and missionaries, most of them, no one will ever know their name outside of their community, their mission, their church, Uh, Very rarely will you remember big names of missionaries. I mean, there might be a Hudson Taylor or Adonair Judson or William Carey or such as that that you've heard about and had books that's published about them. But the average missionary, you will never hear their name mentioned unless you hear them at a church or or something like that. Same with preachers. Not everybody's going to be an Adrian Rogers or a Clarence Sexton. You're not going to have a big name preacher most of the time. Most people that go and deliver the gospel are just what we would consider nobodies. Nobodies. But I want you to know that God uses nobodies to fulfill his great commission. He uses everybody that is willing. And he doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. And so how does it happen? Romans ten fifteen How shall they preach except they be sent? Missionaries must be sent. Whose responsibility is it to send them? The local New Testament church. It is the local church that sends missionaries. And so missionaries are sent out and they're called. The church sends them and the church supports them. Uh, back a, a several years ago, a church would support a missionary fully. One church could, could support a missionary. Nowadays, missionaries are going for three years on deputation, trying to raise enough money to be able to go into the foreign mission field. Because so people, few people uh, that has a heart for missions and, and willing to give to see that they're able to do this, and so, uh, you'd be amazed how many emails and calls I get. Brother Jonathan, I'm sure you're the same. There's probably not a week goes by I don't get contacted by a missionary asking if they can come and present or, or come and tell us about their burden, about where they're at. And if I could, I would have them all the time, but we just can't. Uh, we can't support all the missionaries. I would love to, but if, if uh, everyone that contacted me, I would never have to preach i'd have one in the pulpit every every time the church doors open but uh you know when you you read about paul i'm I'm almost finished when you read about paul the bible tells us there that they were first called christians in antioch antioch was the sending church for paul and silas uh they sent them out and and barnabas Uh, paul and barnabas uh, to begin with acts 13 1 and 3 Now there were the church that was at Antioch, certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon, who was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manon, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. I want you to know that Antioch was a sending missionary church. We should model ourselves after a saving missionary church. And I'm so thrilled to hear Brother Jonathan's been telling me some of the the ideas that uh, you guys have had and he's had and and the things you're working toward, and the goals and the support that you're working on. And praise the Lord for the money that you was able to raise today for missions. And I'll tell you what I have seen God work time after time after time. Every penny you ever put in the missions, He always repays it threefold or, or even more. I've seen it happen over and over. I took a church that supported one missionary, and by the time we were done, we were supporting twelve, and we had enough money in that missionary fund to support them all year long without ever even having to take up a collection. And I saw God do that over and over. We never needed for anything; we didn't have any outstanding bills or anything. God blessed it because we had a heart for missions. And so I urge you tonight, uh, as Brother Jonathan leads you as, as your pastor into the, into the missions and the, and the heart that he has for them, and uh, I urge you tonight to get involved with them. Um, you know, I know everybody doesn't have a, a lot of money to give and such, but your prayers mean a whole lot as well. But they need your prayers, they need your support. They need to know that you're there and that you love what they're doing because everything they're doing, they're doing on your behalf. You won't get to go to the foreign mission field most of the time, but men like this, they can go. And if your support toward missionaries, then they're just doing the great commission on your behalf. And so it it works out that way. All right. Now that's that's all I have in my heart for that, brother.